Hey guys, how you doing? Ron Raymond here with another edition of the Ron Raymond CFL Report for week number 11. Hope you have yourself a good start to your day. As always, don't forget to subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. You can now find the CFL Report each and every day on your uh, favorite podcast device, either it's the Apple, Spotify, wherever you download your podcast, you can find the Ron Raymond CFL Report each and every week, everywhere where you download your podcast, or you can find us right here on our YouTube channel. And uh, also on our YouTube channel, you get the visual effect. So if you're watching or listening on a podcast, if you go to YouTube, you can see we have the uh, the screen behind me and we have all the visual effects to complement uh, this week's podcast. All right. As you all know, my name is Ron Raymond, a five-time sports handicap and champion. I'm based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. It's a beautiful sunny day here today in the nation's capital, 27 degrees. Hopefully it's beautiful and sunny where you're at. I know we had some pretty good football games last week in the Canadian Football League. In fact, let's take a look at some of the uh, the games from last week. And if you followed my selections here on the podcast, you went 4-0, so congratulations. Hopefully you're not spending all that money in one place. And a uh, big upset win in uh, Winnipeg last week. The Montreal Alouettes went into Winnipeg and they beat the Blue Bombers. 2017 was the final. And as you can see here, on the screen the cfl rain report is having a pretty good year in fact we're hitting 71 percent of our uh, pick em game straight up that's the computer picks here at the rain report 28 and 11 on the record on the season and for the point spread not a great record 21 18 still positive but the over under is absolutely crushing it 34 and 5 on the totals 87.1% and folks you can get the computer picks each and every day at atsstats.com Toronto taking on the Hamilton Tirecast last week at Tim Hortons Field a nice win for the uh, the Tirecats 34-27 was the final Saskatchewan had the best out of Edmonton 34-23 was the final there and the game of the week was at McMahon Stadium you had the BC Lions come from behind to beat the Calgary Stampeders 41-40 and Nathan Rourke just absolutely having a really good sophomore year in the CFL and uh, we uh, we are watching him closely this week as they will be playing uh, this week they were going to I believe it's Saskatchewan I believe they're playing the Saskatchewan yeah BC in Saskatchewan at Mosaic should be a good one this week in the prairies all right let's uh, get on with the show here but before we do don't forget you can always follow us on our discord if you look below in the description there's a link to our, uh, our, uh, our Discord, and that's where all the Breakfast Club uh, members are there, and they're listening. And if you're uh, wondering what's the Breakfast Club, I thought this was a CFL podcast. Well, each morning at 10.30 Eastern, I run a podcast, a sports betting podcast, Monday to Friday, 10.30 Eastern with the Breakfast Club, and you can follow us uh, each and every morning also on the YouTube channel or wherever you download your favorite podcast. And uh, the show objective, as always, is to make sure to help and educate the novice sports bettors, even the uh, the older ones. Hey, we, you can always teach a new dog an old trick or an old dog a new trick. I know that saying goes like that. Some It's it's somewhere in that saying, right? But, uh, yeah, you can always uh, learn something here each and every day with the uh, CFL report. And the thing is, you want to avoid those beginner mistakes, right? You don't want to take uh, and, you know, when you got a guy like me who's been doing this for 26 years and it's not my first barbecue or my first rodeo, hopefully my past uh, mistakes and I bring up the uh, those mistakes here uh, that I've learned from, and I can teach you some of the uh, uh, some of the tricks of the uh, the trade, as they say, in the sports handicapping, and hopefully they can go a long way for you. All right, um, as you see here on the uh, the board, the five fundamentals of sports handicapping. These are my golden rules. Whenever I'm handicapping a game, 
These are the things I look for. I look for value, percentage play, performance cycles, player availability, and I use a very disciplined money management system. And you can find the Ram Report each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. All right, if you like football and you know the NFL is coming, we have a World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest. Season number 11 is underway, and you can follow that each and every day by going to the World Series of Handicapping.com website. The best thing about this contest, it is free. And if it's free, it's for me, and you can sign up today at the World Series of Handicapping.com website. And all you got to do each and every week, make seven selections, sides or totals, rank those selections, seven units to one unit, and the player with the most units at the end of the season will win the Baron Championship ring, courtesy of World Series of Handicapping.com. All right, let's go to the market watch, and this is what I call the SBI, the Sports Betting Index. And what we do in this segment is we take a look at uh, what came in uh, so far this year in the CFL. And I'll tell you right off the hop, if you are betting favorites in the CFL on the money line, you are smiling like a butcher's dog because you are making a lot of money. 74.2% of the favorites have come in the last uh, this year in the CFL. And when you compare that to 542 on the point spread, tell me why, again, would you be betting um, the point spread when you can just take those uh, favorites? But, you know, you got to pick your spots betting favorites. In fact, I forgot to show you the uh, my golden rules of sports betting. In fact, when you go to the website, go to Tools, ATS Tutorials, and then once you get there, click on the uh, top five sports betting tips. And at the bottom, you will see the uh, the Ten Commandments of Sports Betting, which I call my golden rules. And uh, number one rule, never bet big money on C-type teams. Those are teams below 500. Never lay point spreads in the spread sports like the uh, NFL, CFL, or college football, or the NBA. I always take the money line, and I just showed you why. Or you take the total, or you take the underdog. I don't bet on double headers in baseball. I follow a very disciplined money management system. I never force a pick when I'm betting on sports. And um, I never chase. Don't be chasing bad bets or bad days and learn to live another day. Bet with your wallet, not your heart. Only bet beer and pizza money on C, uh, C on C-type crime teams. Those are teams below 500. And uh, never bet on a C-type team that just made it to the B club. And that would be a team like Saskatchewan. And until they have proven themselves and those are some of my golden rules when it comes to sports handicapping and like I said in rule number two if you uh, scroll right down here never lay point spreads or never lay uh, points in spread sports and here's the reason why I don't 74.2 percent of the favorites have come in so far in the CFL this season 25.8 for the underdogs and when you compare that to the point spread 54.2 against the number and 45.8 for the underdog you can see if you're betting the money line you're doing uh, pretty, pretty good, right? In the uh, over-under department, 60% of the games have gone over this year. In fact, the last two weeks, 75% of the totals have gone, gone over in the CFL. Maybe that's why my record uh, with the computer picks for the over is doing so well because everything is going over and the computer uh, picks have been high this year. Those are the SBI numbers for uh, week number, uh, after week number 10 going into week number 11. And let's take a look at who's who in the zoo in the CFL right now. And uh, you can see from a percentage point of view, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are your best team in the CFL. But they did get upset last week. And when you look at the uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers the last couple of weeks, remember in week number, I believe it was 10 uh, or 9, week 9 against the Montreal Alouettes. Montreal was hosting the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That game was 21-21 in the third quarter, uh, early fourth. 
and then uh, Winnipeg flex and they got that win. And you know what? Telling sign. Maybe that was a telling sign, you know, going into that third quarter. Montreal hanging in with the two-time uh, Grey Cup champions. And then last week they go and you give a, a good coaching staff like the uh, Danny Machocha and the uh, and the Alouettes uh, film from the last week to, to analyze. And not saying that uh, Michael Shea is not a great coach. He is. But uh, you give any coaching staff, to be honest, you give any coaching staff two weeks to dissect film and uh, they will have a, a good game plan. And that's what happened in the last week at uh in winnipeg right all right so winnipeg nine and one bc beautiful comeback win against calgary they are seven and one on the year calgary five and three saskatchewan five and four on the season toronto four and four lost last week at tim hortons field montreal three and six on the season along with hamilton edmonton and ottawa carrying the basement at two and seven for the elks and one and seven for the ottawa red blacks and these two teams will face off friday night in ottawa at TD Place, and uh, one thing for sure, I will be there along with my wife watching that game at TD Place. All right, uh, let's take a look at the, uh, that, that was a look at the standings, and let's take a look at the offense and scoring uh, machines in the CFL. So we'll go to tools, we'll go to team scoring and rankings, and let's take a look at the uh, Canadian Football League, which team has been uh, really good on offense and defense so far this year in the uh, CFL. In fact, let me uh, just... All right, so I just had to restart the stats right there because uh, each day we got to restart the stats at a certain time. But uh, on with the show. You can see the BC Lions ranking number one in the uh, Canadian Football League in points per game. Now, it's not just offense. you got special teams and defensive points too. So averaging 36.8 points per game are the BC Lions. Calgary at 30.7. you got the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at 26.7. Saskatchewan as well at 26. Montreal, 25. Same thing. No, no, Toronto, 22.5. Hamilton at 21.6 and Ottawa at 19.38 and you got the Edmonton Elks rounding off the last place team in offense in scoring at 18.6 per game and looking at the Elks they are the last place team on defense giving up 36 points per game Montreal at number eight at 27 Hamilton giving up 26 points per game same thing with the Toronto Argonauts Ottawa sitting in fifth place at 24.3 you got Saskatchewan at 23.8. Same thing with Calgary. BC, you know what? I know BC gets a lot of attention with their offense, but their defense, nothing to sneeze at. 21.8 points against per game. And the number one defense in the Canadian Football League is uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at 18.2. So the Bombers doing a really good job, and that's why they win Grey Cups, right? Defense wins championships. But uh, like I, I remember going to a coach's clinic once, and the, one of the greatest sayings I heard, you throw the score and you run to win. Hey, is that a great philosophy on offense? Throw the score, run the win, and I added defense wins championships. So if you're a football coach out there, maybe that's a good uh, something you throw into the repertoire when you're giving the, your pep talks to your players. All right, uh, those are the scoring offense for week uh, number 11. And uh, the next thing on our agenda is the power ratings from ATScalculator.com. In fact, if you go to the website, ATScalculator.com, I did the uh, the first one here, Edmonton against Ottawa. And what you do is you create the result. And you can see Friday night, we got Ottawa winning by 8.47 points. And uh, the total in the game is 44.6. Ottawa is a 4.5 point favorite. The, the line opened up 4.5. I've seen some 5.5s out there now. And the total is at 48. So according to ATScalculator.com, uh, we do like this game to go under the total. And if you look at the power ratings for week number 11, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I'm going to bring this uh, right here hopefully you can see it on the uh, 
on your desktop. But if not, I'm just going to say it anyways. BC Lions, the number one team in the power ratings at plus 14. Winnipeg in second place at plus 8. Calgary at plus 7. Then you got Saskatchewan in fourth. Montreal in fifth at minus 1.8. Toronto at minus 2.6. Ottawa in seventh place at minus 5. Hamilton at minus 5.3. And then you got Edmonton at minus 16. And if you want to learn more about the uh, the power ratings or you want to get the ATS calculator, check it out at ATScalculator.com. All right, we've got some good uh, games on tap for you this week. And we're going to kick it off at TD Place in Ottawa between the Ottawa Red Blacks and the Edmonton Elks. Now, the Red Blacks had a bye last week. And prior to that, they did play Calgary, losing 17-3. to uh, not, their, uh, not the brightest game, uh, shining star game for the Ottawa Red Blacks. Uh, on the season no, nothing really good for Calgary that game but I'll do I'll say one thing both defense did step up uh, for both Calgary and Ottawa in that game and Ottawa Calgary um, uh, escaped Ottawa with a 17 to 3 victory Edmonton losing last week against Saskatchewan at home 34 23 was the final now when Edmonton travels to Ottawa they are 5 and 5 straight up 4 and 6 against the number but the good news is if you're an Ottawa Red Blacks fan Ottawa is 7-3 against the number against Edmonton, 2-8 and eight to the under. And when you look at some of the other stats down here, and if you do like the, um, if you do like to uh, to bet on this game, I think the under is where you want to go. And I got a really good stat here on the under in this game between Ottawa and the um, uh, the Edmonton Elks. And you can see right here, anytime you got a team, uh, well, anytime Edmonton is coming off two games, I went over the total. 24 and 8 to the under in their next game in the last three years in the CFL road teams who are coming off two overs in their last game 13 and 5 to the under so things bode well to the under for uh, this weekend if you do like Ottawa and Edmonton and I thought I had some really good uh, other numbers here pointing towards the under in this game um, I think oh, here it is right here yeah that, that was it 8, uh, 8 and 24 to the under uh, since 1996 for the Edmonton Elks so if you're going to play this game here this week and uh, I showed you the history between these two teams 80% of the last 10 games between Edmonton and Ottawa has gone under the uh, total Ottawa's just looking for their first home win of the year I know they got their first win of the year two weeks ago in Toronto but uh, they really need to win their home games and again I'll say it uh, I've been saying this all year Paul LaPolice, I think if you just focus on being the head coach and not the offense coordinator, I think you'll be doing yourself a big service because once you're a head coach and you're doing double duty, not too many people can do that. I know uh, Dave Dickinson does it in Calgary, but he has Bo Levi Mitchell as his quarterback, and uh, we don't, uh, you know, you know the situation in Ottawa. But uh, that's the, uh, I think, the heat that's in the kitchen right now in Ottawa is Paul LaPolice, you know, Maybe he has to give up the the head the, uh, the OC and let's uh, maybe you know you bring in Kyrie Jones or something like that. But uh, I think doing double duty in the CFL is one of the hardest things to do uh, when it comes to coaching football. All right, uh, there's my little rant there for the CFL week number eleven. Let's get on to the next game here between the BC Lions and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Got a good one at Mosaic this weekend. Probably the best game on the board. You got the Lions coming off that big win over Calgary. 41-40 was the score. But, the, you know, as much as it was, a, it was a nice win, they still had to come from behind to win, right? And as a coach, and any coach will tell you, you know, we're happy we got the win, but we don't, we don't want to be doing that every week. We don't want to be going, uh, you know, playing from behind. I know it took them a while to get going in the second half. BC didn't have a really, uh, you know, the one thing in, 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 in Canadian Football League or any coaching, it, it, all good coaches make great adjustment at halftime 
And I don't know what um, uh, Dave uh, Campbell did at uh, at the at the halftime, but they made some great um, adjustments. And uh, the, uh, the the you know, unfortunately for uh, Calgary, if you had Cal, we had Calgary plus two and a half, so we were smiling pretty good there. But uh, the the adjustments, Calgary, they, they didn't make really good adjustments. But BC, you got to give uh, Rick Campbell credit. They made some great adjustments in that game in the second half, and they got that W right. BC coming in on a four game win streak right now. And if you look at their chances of winning this game, is at 56.6% compared to 43.3 for the uh, Green Riders. And uh, looking at uh, Saskatchewan hosting the uh, the BC Lions in the last 10 head-to-head meetings at Mosaic, BC is five and five straight up, six three and one against the number. But Saskatchewan does have the edge overall in the last 10 head meetings. I don't know if that means anything right now, because going into this game. I don't know if there's a team hotter right now on offense than the BC Lions. Saskatchewan, uh, as much as I love Cody for uh, Cody Fajardo uh, as the quarterback, he still needs to improve his deep skills passing the ball, right? If you look at the, you know his talent level, his skills, even when he was at Nevada, a great uh, quarterback rushing the football, escaping the pocket. But in the CFL, you got to be able to be poisoned in the pocket and deliver the deep ball. And it can't be always 50-50 balls, right? you got to be on point, on target. And that if there's one as, um, aspect of uh, Cody Fajardo's game that I like to see him do a little bit better, don't get the happy feet in the pocket. Stay in the pocket. Trust your O-line. But be better at those passes more than 20 yards. And you know one thing with Saskatchewan, they got a great running game in Jamal Morrill. Now the big question mark going into this game, can BC stop the run? Can the BC Lions stop the run? That will be the question mark. And I do like the BC Lions this week on the money line. I know the money line is uh, in reach, but again, rule number two of the uh, Rain Report: I don't lay, uh, I don't lay points. But uh, I don't have a lot of sexy numbers here pointing towards the uh, BC Lions uh, when it comes to the point spread. But uh, looking at Saskatchewan, they're uh, pretty good. Uh, coming off five days rest, in fact, since 1996, on five days rest. 21-13-1 against the number, and during week 8 of the season, from week 8, uh, week eight to week 12, they are 35-22 and 22 against the number, but uh, against division foes last three years, 2-8-2, and two. and I did a little research here on the um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders playing at home the last couple of years. In fact, let me go to my database to show you. One thing with Saskatchewan, we all know they got some great fans uh, at Mosaic and, and you know the Saskatchewan fans are uh, Ryderville as they're known really good fans but uh, what really the last couple of years Saskatchewan at home the last three years a pretty good record in fact I did the uh, I did the uh, research this morning and I'm going to pull it up right now just to show you the last couple of years at Mosaic or um, you know Old Taylor Field oh, the wrong one there I don't want the Ottawa Red Blacks I want Saskatchewan last uh, not this season sorry let's go last three years Okay. and boom and you can see right here the record for the um, uh, 17 and 6 that's a pretty good record at home the last three years Saskatchewan but the the point spread record not as great 11 10 and 2 but uh, 9 13 1 to the under but that's a good record 17 and 6 the last three years at home so you know if you're going to mosaic you're in for a dogfight and uh, the, that's what's going to happen this week. But I do like the BC Lions on the money line. And we'll see what will happen right there. And let's go to the next game. you got Hamilton taking on Montreal. Now, obviously, as a handicapper, my number one reaction this week is classic letdown spot for the Alouettes. They're going in as a 2.5 point favorite. 48.5 is the line. 
and uh, looking at the chances of winning, it is at 56.2% compared to 35.2% for Hamilton. Now, Hamilton coming in with the former CFL quarterback, um, Matt Schiltz of the Montreal Alouettes. He's not a former CFL. He's a former Montreal Alouette. And uh, Matt Schiltz uh, was the uh, quarterback for Montreal last season. We all know Schiltz. Uh, the one thing is that he, he's a dual threat, right? He's very good running the football. And just trying to bring up his uh, stats right here and or his numbers. Uh, Matthew Schiltz, uh, no, don't have it right here. But, yeah, going into this week, uh, the one thing with uh, with Hamilton, it was nice to see a little bit of the running game uh, come to uh, fruition last week. Sean Thomas Earlton had a nice run for a touchdown, and uh, probably, it was probably his longest of the year, 23 yards. 20 yards uh, on the season, 20 yards, uh, 20 carries for 126 yards. In the CFL, that's not going to cut it. Um, you got to have a running game. Take a little bit of pressure off that passing game, right? That's the one thing I know people think of the CFL, great passing league. But the thing is, you know what the quarterback's best friend is? A good running game. And that's why when you look at BC, Calgary, and the Saskatchewan, they all have good running game. That's why the record is as good, right? Uh, Montreal going into the uh, Lions' den last weekend in Winnipeg, getting the win. That was a, uh, mate, sometimes you got to be lucky to be good and uh, took advantage of those missed uh, field goals uh, from Legio. A 2017 win. And Montreal, though, don't have a great history against Hamilton. In the last 10 head-to-head meetings, in fact, Montreal is 3-7 and seven straight up and against the number. But looking at my playmaker chart going into this week, I do love the fact that Montreal has a veteran quarterback in Trevor Harris. Jeshron Antwi has uh, done a very good job uh, replacing William Steinbach, who's injured right now. Hopefully he'll be back by the end of the year. And maybe uh, Eugene Lewis, probably the uh, the best receiver right now in the CFL. And that's a pretty uh, pretty good triplet com- uh, combination there uh, when it comes to my playmaker chart. The only thing that's uh, maybe the Achilles heel, and uh, no pun intended right there, is the kicking game, David Cote, who's uh, maybe if, if, if he just have a little bit more luck, uh, Montreal's record would probably be a little bit better right now. All right, going into this game, I do like the Montreal Wets. I would uh, really consider them on the money line. I believe the money line is at minus 160. So give me Montreal this weekend on the money line. And again, not a lot of sexy ATS numbers. In fact, look at this one. Montreal at home coming off a win, 2-8 against the numbers. So you can see not a lot of great numbers. But going to this game, I know Hamilton's got a great defense. Uh, when it comes to um, their team. Special teams also, hey, they got a couple of punt returns last week for touchdowns or kickoff returns, and it was returns for touchdowns. So you know special teams are pretty special in Hamilton. It's the offense that needs to get going, and once that offense gets going, then um, Hamilton might, uh, yeah, if Hamilton can get that offense going, then then we can start talking about another great cup appearance, right? But right now, I would lean towards Montreal this weekend. Calgary taking on the uh, Toronto Argonauts. Calgary, again, losing to the uh, BC Lions in uh, really a dramatic fashion that you don't want to lose those type of games too often. But sometimes, you know, again, good adjustments at halftime. They found something in that sec- in the uh, the Calgary uh, defense that they exploited. And it must have been in the secondary because they threw a lot of... Uh, they went to, I think, what, Nathan Rourke had more yards in the second half than... Um, in the first, in the fourth quarter, and they had in the first three quarters. It was just some crazy number. Anything with numbers with Nathan York right now is just crazy. 59.2% chance of winning here for Calgary compared to 33.3 for the Toronto Argonauts. And when I look at the Argonauts, when they're taking on the uh, Calgary Stampeders, not a good record head-to-head in the last 10. 2-8 and eight straight up, 3-7 and seven against the number. 70% of those games have gone under the total. I do like Calgary again this week. 
you know, anytime you can give me a um, a good quarterback, a veteran quarterback like Bo Levi Mitchell, and I think Bo Levi Mitchell's on a uh, he's on a mission this year to win the Great Cup. I think he's he come up a few um, short the last couple of years. Remember that game against Ottawa in the Great Cup a couple of years? I think they lost one and beat Ottawa the next. But I got a really good feeling, Calgary, and I'll get to that in just a few minutes on the futures. I like Calgary this weekend against Toronto. When I look at this uh, Toronto team right now, now we just word just out that uh, Harris will be out for the season. That's too bad. Andrew Harris, um, you know, they got him from uh, Ham- uh, Winnipeg last year, but uh, shoulder problem. He's going in so- shoulder surgery, so no Andrew Harris this weekend. Uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson. I like this quarterback. You know what? I love his energy. I love his leadership. Um, unfortunately, he's playing on the team that sometimes can be very inconsistent when it comes to um, the the uh, um, the leadership role, right? And uh, obviously, you got to look at Ryan Dinwiddie. Um, this Toronto team is very emotional, and sometimes they take these unwanted penalties in the in critical stages of the game. And the uh, the, the the Toronto Argonauts, if they can just find more leadership, more control during the games. I think they would uh, they would win more games, but that's the only problem. Sometimes your worst enemy is yourself, right? And that's what's happening with Toronto sometimes. I think Toronto, they shoot themselves in the foot with uh, with really bad penalties during the game. But uh, going into uh, this year, uh, Curly Gittin Jr. having a really good year in the Ottawa guy right there, so we're really uh, happy for him. Boris Beattie, um, I have him ranked last in my CFL kicking, and uh, I think right now, um, his consistency on field goals need to be a bit better. But uh, the big question mark right now going into this weekend is the running game of Toronto. Give me Calgary on the money line against the Argos, and uh, those are my selections for this week. So give me the over in the Edmonton-Ottawa game. I'm going to take the uh, the BC Lions on the money line. But keep in mind, though, Saskatchewan, always tough at home. Then You know they're going to play them tough. Hamilton against Montreal. Give me the money line on the Alouettes, and give me the money line on Calgary against the Toronto Argonauts. Now, I was talking about uh, Grey Cup futures here. Winnipeg, plus 140 to win the Grey Cup this year. Not bad. So it's a little low price, but uh, BC, plus 225. I just don't know if they have enough experience and the, the head coaching experience. I know uh, Rick Campbell won a Grey Cup with uh, with uh, Hank, uh, Henry Burris, and the Ottawa Red Blacks. Um, 225 is the line right now. I love Calgary, plus 650. If you can get Calgary at plus 650 to win the Grey Cup, jump all over it. Toronto, plus 800. Saskatchewan, plus 900. Montreal at plus 1,300. You know, if Montreal can can win the East and, and get to the Grey Cup, that's a pretty good hedging opportunity number right there at plus 1,300. Hamilton plus 1,300. Ottawa plus 4,500. And then you got Edmonton at plus 10,000. Those are your numbers for futures Grey Cup ticket. All right, there you have it. That is the uh, CFL report week number 11. My name is Ron Raymond, a five-time sports handicap and champion. Love the CFL. Been doing this since 1996. And, uh, yeah, some great memories growing up being a uh, CFL fan. And I talk about that every week here on the uh, Ron Raymond CFL Report. And uh, hopefully you guys will tune in each and every week. And, again, follow us on our uh, podcast everywhere you download your podcast. Or if you want to see the visual effects of the uh, of the screen and all the numbers that I'm showing you guys uh, on the board, you can get it here on our YouTube channel. In the meantime, shop for value, play those percentages. I'll see you back next week with another Raymond Report. Cheers.